Let's do this. Hey everyone, I'm back. <laughs> Had some time, so figured, what the hell. Uh, let's see, so I'm gonna look at more emails here. Uh, this one is from Teresa from California. And she says, hey Lucifer, how's it going? Found your podcast. I like how you randomly talk about different things. Sometimes they don't make sense. <laughs> but I like it. It's different. Anyways, I read in the bio that you are in emergency medical services. I recently started as an EMT. What is your job like where you are from? And do you have any tips for me? Just wondering, hopefully you pick my email. Have a good day. Alright, well, um, Teresa, yes, I do work EMS. I'm an EMT. I have been an EMT for, I think, uh, 13 years now? Let's see. I started back in 08. I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so, 15 Wow, 15 years? It's going to be 15 years this year. Wow. Sorry, I'm, I'm just letting that uh, sink in. 15 years as an EMT. Jesus. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm an EMT. I work out on a reservation out here in Arizona. And I'm sorry if I don't really specify. It's just... I don't want there to be any questions or whatever. <laughs> Although I'm not going to divulge any sensitive information. This is just going to be mainly like, you know, my experiences, my um, my life in, you know, that part of my life. Um, yeah, so from 08 until about 20 16 17 maybe 18 I worked uh oh, 16 I worked in my hometown for the ambulance there the EMS service and actually first of all welcome to the family there um, yeah, so anyway, in my hometown, I was working there, 
I worked there for eight years. And it was a blast. I I loved it. I, I love my job. I love what I do. It's it's something you know there's there's certain things that that people you know they'll say like this this job was you know I was made for this job or you know this job was this this is what I was meant to do and and I I believe that you know, I, I believe this is what I was meant to do because it, if I, if I didn't, you know, if I didn't enjoy this job, if I didn't love what I did, then I would, I don't, I honestly don't know where I would be. I, I, can't really think of another job that I could do where I could sit there and just be like, this is, you know, I want to make this a career. I want to make this my, you know, long time, you know, permanent kind of thing. So... Sorry, allergies are acting up. Um, so what my job w- was and is like, it's it's pretty unique. I I don't know where you're where you're at, you know, specifically, just that you're in California. But in my hometown, it it's a small, very small town. And the the nearest hospital is on the reservation, so it's a it's a tribal hospital, and that's you know just about an hour and ten minutes, hour and fifteen minutes away. But other than that, the nearest hospital that you know city, you know all that is about an hour and a half. You know, it's um. And that's, that's how far we have to, we have to drive if we, if we take people. Like not if, well, yeah, if and, and when. But the, there's, there's different, you know, there's different types of EMS, emergency medical services. For example, there's, you know, um, like city EMS, which, you know, firefighters and paramedics, EMTs are all, you know, in with the fire department. And then there's rural EMS, which is out, you know, middle of nowhere kind of stuff, far out, you know, far away from the city. I work rural EMS and the thing with rural EMS is that you have to kind of adapt to your to your surroundings you have to 
learn to um, sometimes just, you know, think on the fly, your, your transport, if you pick up a patient in the city and you take them to the hospital, you know, five, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, depending on where in the city you take them to. But for us, you know, we're talking anywhere from, um, well, where I am now is anywhere from, you know, a couple minutes to, you know, an hour or so. And that's if we go to the hospital on the reservation. If we're talking like, you know, my my previous employer, we would have a patient with us in the back of the ambulance for hour and a half, maybe more, because the area that we work was my hometown and also um, part of the reservation. And the reservation itself is mm, pretty much about the size of the state of Connecticut. So it's pretty big. And there's a lot of desert. I'm in the southwest. There's a lot of desert. There's a lot of nothing. And there's, you know, the little the the villages on the reservation you know paved roads are pretty much only you know the the main highway and the roads going into the villages but the majority is you know dirt roads you know just really messed up roads so we have to adapt, we have to learn how to, um, how to provide that service out here. The, the great thing about working out here, you know, in like my current, where I work now and in my previous job was that as an EMT, we are seen as ambulance drivers because of, you know, because of the media, because in the city, you know, you're not really um, allowed to do much. The The paramedics are the ones that that really do most of the, or if not all, of the interactions with the patients. The EMT just drives. So, of course, that, that, um, that kind of stuck. So whenever, 
you know, even out here still, you know, we go somewhere and, you know, hey, you know, the ambulance driver. And it's kind of like, uh, I'm not an ambulance driver. I'm an EMT. <laughs> but out here, it's different. Out here, as an EMT, you actually do a lot of um, of patient care. You do a lot of a lot of work. You know, a lot of you have to you have to really be up on your skills. Um, there's there's a lot of well, there's there's things that we out here are allowed to do as an EMT that EMTs in the city aren't allowed to do at all. And the reason for that is because we're so far away from from basically everything. Because at any, you know, like, for example, during during monsoon season, we could, you know, maybe go go on a call somewhere and there's a lot of you know washes um and the roads you know roads get flooded so we could go somewhere and get there but then when we come back the roads flooded and we can't can't get out we can't you know so we have to really hone our skills and and be comfortable in case we have something like that where where we have extended amount of time with our patient more than what you know and it's happened you know it's happened to me it's happened co-workers and stuff where the roads flooded and we have to sit there for you know half an hour and there's really nothing else to do but just keep taking care of your patient as much as you can. Now we do, um, we do also work with, um, with, um, helicopters, you know, uh, air medical companies. And that's if it's a really serious really bad patient where they have to get to the hospital fast, but we just can't get there fast enough because we're so far away. So we call for a chopper and we set up a, an area in LZ lending zone and we, you know, give the patient to them and they fly them and they're in the hospital or they're at the hospital in, you know, 30, 45 minutes. It's it's very unique. My experiences with EMS have been um, been a combination, a lot of things. It's they've been there's been good experiences, there's been bad experiences, and there's there's really no way around it. One of, well, not one of, but when I went to my EMT class, when I first started this, the instructor 
you know, walks in and stands, you know, at the front of the, the classroom and just, you know, looks at all of us and says, everybody dies. Young, old, in between, everybody dies. It's inevitable. Now, how they die is, you know, we can't, can't tell. The truth is everybody dies. The sooner you accept it, the better you'll be at your job. If you cannot accept it, then you should probably get up and leave. And I believe there was like two people that stayed for the rest of the class, but then they didn't, they stopped showing up after that. They just, they said it wasn't for them. So I stayed. Um, I wasn't really sure because I hadn't really talked to anybody, you know, well, no, I take it back, <laughs> had a, a friend that was an EMT, and he would tell me, you know, about certain calls and, you know, whatnot, but, um, but he never told me, you know, the, like, the other side of it. And uh, I'm sorry, Teresa, if I, you know, bum you out or whatever, but this is the truth. This job will mess with your head. It will, (laughs) sorry about the dogs in the background, guys. This job will, you know, affect you mentally, physically, emotionally and you know I you know I worked you know for six years when I first started this you know being an EMT I worked for six years and you know, I had my fair share of, you know, the quote-unquote bad calls, you know, accidents, you know, uh, people that passed away that we, you know, we try to bring back and all that stuff. And, uh, and I just, it never really, those kind of things never really bothered me. Not because I'm heartless or anything. You know, when I, when we had somebody that passed away, you know, it was respectful and, you know, like, hey, just in my head, I was just like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, but, you know, just basically go in peace. But the one thing that anybody that's been in this career, it doesn't matter you know, 
how many years you've been in this. If there is, if you lose a kid that is like the worst, and that is probably the one thing that will affect you the most. Like I said, I worked for six years, you know, ran so many calls. I had, you know, just a lot of, a lot of bad stuff. Traumas and, you know, accidents and everything. But after six years, I had my first, um, you know, my first, my first Pete's code. And... I'm not really going to go into uh, specifics, but, you know, that, that, that call was what did it, you know, not, it didn't, that call was, was, was the one that, you know, like, it's like, oh man, you know, and, and it, it, you know, it, it really, it really messed me up. I still kept going though, and um, you know, as you do. I mean, th- this job is 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 pretty it's pretty weird, and I'll get into that in a bit. <clears throat> wow, excuse me, guys. But anyway, like I said, after six years, then I you know after six years I f- had one. I had you know my pediatric code. And it, you know, it messed with my head and, you know, I didn't, didn't realize how, how much it had affected me. And, and you really don't sometimes, you know, sometimes you just like, you, you're just kind of like, I guess, almost in shock. And then just out of nowhere, I mean, you know, could be. You know, a few minutes, could be days, weeks, months, could be, you know, a couple years, or I don't know, it just kind of, it just comes out, and you, you just start remembering, and, and that's pretty much what happened to me, um, you know, a few months later, but, when you, when that happens, you know, you, you, the best thing to do is to accept it, but also, you know, you, like, talking about it is, is probably, like, a, something that you should, that you need to do. <laughs> that helped, you know, that helps. But, um, yeah, and, and, you know, I've had a couple since then, but uh, but the first one's always the is always the the roughest. So I I really hope that you, you know, you never go through that or experience that, because you know it is it is pretty tough. Um, as far as you know, like anything else, you know, you just, just make it, 
make it about the patient, you know, like the patient always, you know, you, you, you have to be about patient care because there's, there's, there's people out there that are EMTs, medics that are just that just to, for the recognition, for the, you know, that's it, or even a paycheck. And those are the ones that, you know, you kind of end up not uh, not wanting to work with because you just, you're like, I just don't trust the guy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but, but this job is, like I said, it's weird. Um, you... You end up getting like this really dark sense of humor that you cannot, you cannot, um, nobody else that is not in fire, EMS, or even police, like, they won't understand. You know, they just, like, if you say something and and you're laughing about it, you, like, everybody would, it's kind of like the things that somebody would be like, what, like, what the hell is wrong with you, like, why would you, but you're laughing about it, and, you know, it's not that, that we're heartless, it's not that we don't care, it's not that we're, you know, we're making fun of the situation or anything, but it's just, that's, it's, it's like a coping mechanism, it's, it's a way to, to, kind of release some of that um, some of that stress you know um, because a lot of people don't really realize it but when you work this job you basically you know, it's like you have to have a smile on your face constantly. So you could, you know, and this is you know, anywhere, you could go to a call where, you know, grandma stopped breathing and you're there and you're, you know, you're working and you're trying to get her back, you're trying to get her back and everything and, but you can't. So she's gone. And, you know, it bums you out, but you have to, like, a lot of people don't understand that we don't have time really to, to dwell on that because once we, once we leave, once we get back in the truck, whether it's, you know, from, from an accident or from a, I don't know. You lost somebody in an accident, you lost somebody, you know, overdose or, you know, some kind of traumatic injury. Um, once you get back into your, your ambulance, you're, you're in service. I mean, you're going to, you have to be ready for the next call. And you can't really show up to somebody's house or you can't show up, you know to see this next patient looking, you know, 
like pissed off because you you didn't have a save or or you know crying um, I'm, you know it, it sounds messed up but it's true like we don't really have time for you know to do that when you're on shift now when you go back to the station or wherever I mean you get some time to yourself that's you do whatever you want even when you go home but when you're on shift you just really don't have time so you have to kind of push all that aside and and just you know keep on going <laughs> um so that's that's kind of something that the the it comes with the job and you know the the job is not like how it's portrayed on TV I don't know if um I don't know if you ever or if you remember or whatever but there was a there was a sh- I think it's the that 911 show or I don't remember but when they first there was there was a show about you know um emergency services when they started and it was all you know kind of like oh man it was they were showing it and it was just so off you know they were the equipment they were using was wrong and you know i mean and, and you can't help but just notice that when you work and you know when you work this job it's just like any other job you know if you're a uh if you're a cop you know you're oh they're not doing that right or they're not you know um yeah so they i i guess i think i read somewhere that they after like i don't know if it was like a few shows or the first season i don't know i never watched it but um i just remember that there was i guess like some complaints by you know some some EMS people that you know you're not doing it right and that's not you know, because I guess, like, the girl got up at, they got up for a call at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, and her makeup's all done, her hair's all perfect, and, yeah, that's, that's not true. <laughs> so, the way, you know, it was portrayed, it was just, it was unrealistic. So, I guess they went back and did it to where it's a little bit more, you know, like the real thing, but, you know, it's, um, it's not always like it is on TV or in the movies, you know. They they show they don't show a lot of like the 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 other stuff, you know. The mental stuff or whatever. They might, I don't know. It's but just from what I've seen, they haven't. Um, let's see here. What else can I tell you? So, basically, yeah, be prepared for, you know, anything to happen. Understand, like, I'm telling you the same thing my instructor told me. Understand, you know, death is part of it. Comes with the job. Um, it will affect you in some way. Um, physically, I mean. It's, if you are, 
lifting patients and everything, please do it the right way. I've had like three back surgeries now. And I always told myself and I told my wife that I would do this job as long as I was physically able to. Well, that almost came, you know, that almost became a reality because my back just was not cooperating. So had a, had some back surgeries and, you know, I'm doing my job. So, but part of it was because, you know, not lifting right. And if you're young, you know, like young, you know, the dudes, you know, young guys and stuff. You don't want to look all dumb, you know, trying to lift, you know, your butt sticking out and, you know, you want to look cool. You want to look tough. You want to look strong. and That's all cool, but it's going to mess up your back. So might as well do it the right way and avoid any future back issues. Um, learn how your partners work. Trust your partners. Give them a reason to trust you. And, jeez, fast food is always going to be there. <laughs> you might not know where a hospital is, but you'll know where the fast food joint that's next to it is. So, oh, that's the one that's next to the Jack in the Box. That's the one that's next, yeah. And... Let's see what else. Um, yeah, I I don't really know what else what else to to tell you. I mean, other than just that's the that's pretty much the gist of it. That's that's how my job is. Um, we we like I said are are pretty pretty unique where we are so you know I can't really speak a whole lot about um, the departments in the city because I I haven't had really any kind of experience you know working in the city so but uh yeah, I mean, just take care of yourself. Be there for the patients. And yeah, just do do the best you can. Uh oh, so so like I mentioned, I was I'm an EMT, I've been an EMT for, you know, going on 15 years. Now, a lot of people go, you know, they're, they're EMTs and for a few years, a couple of years, whatever, maybe a year, and then they go to paramedic school and then, you know, because that's the next step. That's, it's, yes, it's the next step and it's, you know, the logical next step, but the, and you might be wondering why I haven't gone to medic school. And that's 
pretty much because there is only a few things that a paramedic can do that I can't here where I am. I don't know about, you know, anywhere else. But if you're, you know, if you're, uh, if you're an EMT and you, and you're out somewhere where they let you do extra things, then, you know, it just, you just get, I don't know, comfortable, you get good at it, I guess, (laughs) not to toot my own horn, but I happen to think I'm a, you know, I'm a good EMT, um, and, and I, I don't know, I guess I just never really looked at it like that, like, you know, I think I just kind of looked at it more always like, like, well, there's only a couple things that they can do or a few things that they can do that I can't, so, you know, but, well, medic school is still an option, still there, I would suggest if you are wanting to become a paramedic, what I would suggest is don't rush into it. You know, if you, a lot of places, they tell you, you know, be an EMT and then after two years you can go to medic school or one year. That's fine, you know, if that's what, that's what you want to do. But I think, me personally, I think that to be a good paramedic, you have to be a good EMT first. And to be a good EMT, you have to have your time in. You have to have the the field experience. You know what I mean? So that's what I would suggest. Um, you know, don't rush into it and just get experience, get your experience. I mean, if you feel like you've had enough experience in, you know, two years and want to apply, then, you know, that's up to you. I'm not telling you you not to. All I'm saying is get, you know, get experience. Whatever amount you feel is when it's enough and you can go to medic school, that's, that's totally you. For me, I, you know, even now at almost 15 years, I'm barely, you know, thinking, okay, maybe I should, you know, go to medic school now. Because, honestly, working out here, running the types of of calls that I run, you know, I've got experience, years of experience as an EMT. So with that knowledge that you get, you know, as an EMT through your experiences and stuff, that knowledge is only going to help you when you go to paramedic school and when you become a medic, you know, so, yeah, I've, I've seen, 
I've seen guys that, you know, they go to EMT school and they get out. A month later, they're in paramedic school. And then they they don't know what to do because they never, they don't know what to do on calls because they never had those calls. They never really, you know, they don't have experience out in the field. So... Yeah, I hope I answered your questions. If not, then uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, well, I think that's it for this episode. Um, And I guess if anybody was curious about how the job is, I mean, that's part of it. (laughs) All right, so we will... See you guys later.